right. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Freed, and welcome to Band Central Radio, where we broadcast from 12 to 1, the fourth Monday of every month, right here on WPKN and on your audio device of choice anytime you want to listen on WPKN Podcasts. I uh, thank our regular listeners for tuning in. Hey, this is a show where we reach into the nonprofit community. Executives, directors get to come in, talk about their mission. Local musicians get to come on and talk about the music and the local scene. We call it Funlanthropy. It's where uh, philanthropy meets music and fun. We got a great show over the next 55 minutes with uh, singer-songwriter PJ Pacifico here in the studio. Hey, PJ. Hey, Rob. How are you, man? All right. Hey, Steve, we got to bring up PJ a little bit there. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of, uh, ch- check it out, I'm hearing a little bit of feedback here. See if you can uh, figure that out. Put your headphones on. Okay. And uh, we also have Susan Schnitzer, president and CEO of, from the Connecticut Institute of Refugees and Immigrants, going to join us. And Matt Helm from the Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars. So we're psyched to be here. We're psyched to be celebrating Bob Dylan's 80th birthday W on, here on WPKN, which must, much of the programming uh, these last couple days is about. But the theme of today's program is opportunity. There's no guarantee that we're going to have equal outcomes among us. But how can we help our neighbors here in Connecticut have opportunities to succeed. The uh, opportunity gap or, you know, this inequitable distribution of opportunities means that for many people, opportunities are determined by things such as race, ethnicity, the zip code you're born in, and socioeconomic status. Think about this. In Connecticut, more than 520,000 households, that's 40% of all the state's households are unable to support a minimum household budget with their earnings. That's according to the Connecticut United Way report issued in 2020. According to the Urban Institute, Their calculations, medium family wealth is currently nine times more for white families than black and Hispanic families. In Connecticut, wealth disparities persist and have actually been growing. So I'm not pointing this out to say everybody should have equal income or outcomes. What I am saying is if we want to have a vibrant state, We need to have more equality of the opportunities so that different types of people can thrive. And I don't mean this only along racial lines, but I mean for musicians, people with disabilities, people with health issues, etc. I don't know, Peej, any thoughts on that? Uh, Yeah, diversity is huge. It's very important. We got to welcome everybody. It's got to be... It's got to be free for everyone. I mean, everyone's eligible for anything. I mean, I don't know what other way to really say it. Right, right. And, you know, I, I think about this, and I think the root issue starts with a foundation of having equitable education, which is why I'm really kind of excited about um, Joe Biden's early childhood and community college initiative. 
But while I'm also excited to talk with Susan Schnitzer today, later in our show, to discuss what she does at Siri to help immigrants and refugees who come to our state prepare to sustain themselves and earn living wages. You know? Very cool. So important stuff. Um, I'm joined today by WPKN's general manager, Steve DiCostanzo. Hey, Steve. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? Good to, good to see you. Back. It's, it's amazing how fast a month can go. And back we are with yeah. another band, Central Radio. Oh, man. So much fun. And, you know, Steve, uh, PKN is such a special place. Um, I've been listening this morning as I've been driving around to the, the Bob Dylan uh, curation. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Bob Dylan is the GOAT, right? The greatest of all time. Yeah, um, no doubt. 80 but, years old. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Yeah. He's but the, the thing I focus in, you know, when we come to Band Central Radio is that WPKN is not just a radio station. It's really a flashlight for the community where we put a spotlight on important happenings and, and help promote them. Mm, yeah. Um, so if you're a nonprofit, and you're listening right now, please contact Steve DiCostanzo right at WPKN.org and learn about how you can create your own public service announcement to promote your cause right here on yeah, the radio. Absolutely. No, I mean, I think you, you said it very well in terms of shining a spotlight, a flashlight on, on the community. It's something that we really take very, very seriously, and we're really proud to to uh, to be very inclusive, you know, not only just from the programming point of view, but of, of our volunteers, of our board of directors, of some of the staff that we have. We really, uh, it's it's pivotal for us to to look like the communities that we serve. So, you know, share with us a moment of what's your vision for how WPKN can help us create a more vibrant community mm -hmm. that emphasizes opportunities for people different types sure. of people to thrive. Well, you know, one of the things that's, uh, first of all, our move to downtown Bridgeport is, is going to be a very pivotal one for us because I think just by moving behind the walls of UB to a downtown environment where you already have a, a lot of heads of different uh, uh, nonprofits and cultural organizations, our doors are going to be wide open and much more accessible in terms of finding us. We're going to be at 277 Fairfield Avenue right there in the Bijou Square area, right next to the Bijou Theater. And uh, WPKN is going to be evolving into not just content that's delivered via you know audio, but also uh, we're going to be adding uh, some video elements and some live streaming elements so that when uh, bands come through or uh, neighborhood leaders uh, come through, we're going to be able to deliver content in, in a variety of ways. Also through podcasting, you know, we have a flex studio in the front. Uh, next to our community room, where we are hoping to do some uh, after-school training, perhaps. Uh, we're going to be inviting nonprofit directors to come in, and if they want to tell their story via podcast, uh, that's going to be uh, you know, part of our, of our outreach. And so we really want to engage the community. The whole idea of being downtown is just it's going to make us so much more visible and relevant, and that's that's what we have to be. We 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 really have to continue to lean out, and to uh, to work with uh, 
many different um, uh, nonprofits that uh, basically are also listeners to the station, but we want to bring them into the studio as well. well. I am confident that knowing you as I have for decades, that under your stewardship, PKN will both continue to be a really interesting and diverse listening listening experience from the music perspective, mm. but also I'm aware of your sensitivity to, to better the outcomes for people in the community and, and just have people be happy, and, and I, I share your passion yeah, in that. Yeah. You're listening to Band Central Radio. We've got Rob Freed here with Steve DiCostanza and PJ Pacifico, and uh, let's take a break and listen to a couple tunes.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was PJ Pacifico, Every Little Heartbreak. And prior to that, we listened to Krungpin, The Man Who Took My Sunglasses. You're listening to Band Central Radio here on WPKN and WPKN.org. This is Rob Freed, and I'm here with PJ Pacifico and Steve DiCostanzo. I like that track. And we're gonna get we're gonna get into that in a sec. We're gonna I talk like the PJ. I really like the man who stole my sunglasses as well. <laughs> Not just the title, man. That's that. That's a hell of a title. That makes me want to press play. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, let me take a minute here and tell you guys a little bit about what's happening with Band Central, and then we're gonna get on and uh, talk to my friend PJ Pacifico. Band Central presents themed concerts that allow audiences to help local nonprofits here in Connecticut. We create and produce these events, and it enables the nonprofits, donors, local businesses, musicians, and audiences all to come together and give what they can through live music while having fun. Sounds pretty good, huh, guys? Totally. Yeah, man. And our Summer 21 tour is taking shape. We've got some amazing musicians coming on. We've got Stephanie Harrison, Gabrielle Lakshmi, Sheila Fabrizio, Fuzz, Cyrus Madden, uh, Mike Marble, Rick Reyes, Tommy Weeks, Tony Cintrone, Anthony David, Gene Santini. A great lineup. And it all starts on June 6th, where we're going to be at the Horse Barn at New Canaan Mounted Troop at 4 p.m. doing our Rock into Summer show. That will be a great show for families, you know, starting at 4 out in New Canaan. Then on uh, June 8th, Fuzz and I are going to perform at the Maritime Aquarium at 10 a.m. to celebrate World Oceans Day and all the important work that the Maritime Aquarium is doing. On Friday night, June 11th, 
at the Shakespeare Theater Grounds in Stratford, we're going to perform our Rock into Summer show for Sterling House Community Center. This is a really an amazing charity, and we've got a big sound system, and it's pod seating. Starts at 7.30 on the grass with food trucks, and that is going to be one fun Friday night. On uh, June 27th, which is a Sunday, from 4 to 7 at the Knowlton in Bridgeport, which is this really cool boatyard, um, we're performing our flashback to the 80s and 90s show from 4 to 7. So again, on a Sunday, 4 to 7, really great show to bring the family, you know, if your kids want to check out music from the 80s and 90s. Then on July 8th, which is a Thursday night, we'll be at the Penfield Pavilion performing our beach party show, which is kind of like a Miami Beach-themed party uh, for Wolfgang and company. And uh, I'll be able to talk a little more about that on our next radio program in June. On July 15th, we're performing our beach party show at a home in Milford at 5 p.m. for the Center for Family Justice and the important work they do right here in Bridgeport area, uh, to, to help victims of domestic and sexual abuse. And finally, on July 31st at 11 a.m., we will be performing for Mission in the Connecticut Challenge uh, at 11 a.m., right at the conclusion of the, the bike ride to support and raise money for cancer survivors and the programs that Jeff Keith and the Mission team have over there. So you can visit experiencebandcentral.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter, to get all those tour dates, and to follow us on Facebook. Um, also, you know, live music is coming back on the scene. And, uh, you know, there's some, you know, I play bass and sing in a couple of groups, and we have some upcoming dates coming up at Reverie Brewing Company in, in Newtown, Sarah's Wine Bar, the French Restaurant in Ridgefield, the Reading Roadhouse, Ponza Kitchen. So you can check out Rob Freed Music dot com for that schedule i also have the great honor of playing in a band called the connecticut grateful dead all-stars and uh we're going to have matt helm the director and architect of that uh on in a few minutes but our next show is june 5th at the milford post mall which is right in front of the seer so there's some definitely some stuff to check out all right now it is with great pleasure that I introduce my friend PJ Pacifico. PJ is a singer and a songwriter with multiple releases on Viper Records. His new single, which we just heard, Every Little Heartbreak, was co-written by longtime collaborator Garrison Starr and bandmate Valerie Broussard. You know, PJ toured for years as a solo artist, and then he joined the singer, I mean, the songwriting world in about 2015. And since that time, his music has been heard on ABC, Fox, HBO. And through these songwriting sessions that he's been doing in Nashville, in L.A., his, he's got this new project called Signals in Smoke. Makes you want to sort of light one up, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> and the band has a single called Coming Up for Air that was premiered on Grey's Anatomy. Whoa. And that, and that sent the song to number one on the iTunes singer-songwriter chart. So he, PJ's, you know, really got things humming. And then I will tell you, more personally, he's, he's an avid yogi, and he's a really kind person who has done a lot of shows for Band Central, and he's done workshops with me to, for cancer survivors and helped raise a lot of money to help others here in Connecticut. So uh, PJ, welcome. 
Wow, man. Thank you for that intro. That just blew me away. I got a little choked up, dude. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me. Well, why don't we start <laughs> off with like a little bit of looking back. Like you're sitting there, you got a guitar uh, with you on your lap. Why did you choose guitar and voice? Um, well, because I, I mainly played bagpipes since I was like four to about age 12. I'm totally kidding. I, I was a drummer. <laughs> I was a drummer from like <laughs> from six to like till I went to college, you know. Uh, but I couldn't bring my kid to my dorm room, so I I got an acoustic um, for graduation. Were you a singing drummer? Always singing. Yeah, my mom's a crazy singer, so she she just drenched me in harmony and pop radio in the car and stuff. So yeah, I was always singing in schools and shows and plays. And but uh, when I taught myself some chords in my dorm room i was like well i've been singing a lot why don't i give the songwriting stuff a try and they were horrible at first <laughs> and i kept getting less bad and finally uh just settled in on viper records years later now when when that time in your dorm room what were your musical influences when you started out what were the things that were feeding your inspiration uh matthew sweets girlfriend album i had on non-stop i could not li stop listening to that album that was definitely one of them at the time but you know i grew up with a lot of the acoustic songwriters the james taylor simon and garfunkel jackson brown my aunt put fleetwood max rumors on vinyl when i was a kid in her apartment in the west village and i got hooked to that the warmth of it i just loved the uh you know the acoustic warmth so i, I gravitated towards that but I've, you know, I grew up with new wave and punk and and skate rock. You know, I was a skater, and and then, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. But at that time, I, Matthew Sweet was constant rotation. I just connected with that record so much. Hmm. That's cool, really cool. And so, tell us about the song we just listened to, uh, "Every Little Heartbreak." That's that's your new release on Viper Records. I'd I'd love to hear a little bit about. Uh, the process of creating the song and and maybe some of the some of the the meaning that that listeners might associate with that song sure sure i wrote it like you said with my dear friends garrison star and valerie broussard and garrison produced it as well we it was written and recorded remotely oh a year ago this month it was in may of last year right kind of fresh into lockdown we were all kind of freaking out and me especially and uh, so we wanted to write a song that was going to be uplifting and positive. We knew this shit was going to end soon. So we wanted, when that time came, to have an appropriate anthemic uplifting song. And hopefully we did that. And it, it, it's, every little heartbreak sounds romantic. And it touches on it a little bit, but not really. It's mostly about taking a risk with anything. Sure, romance, a job, moving across the country, anything. Any type of risk. I'm a big... I. I the phrase, what's life without a risk, is always stuck in my head. And I'm just all about that. So that's, I hope we captured that and I hope it connects. So in, in, in some senses, you know, we talked about, you heard me explain how the theme of today's show is opportunity mm. for different types of people in our society, whether they're dealing with intellectual and development disabilities, whether they're musicians struggling to make a living wage, you know, whether yeah. they're... Uh, dealing with with some racial inequity, uh, that you know, how how did, does every does every little heartbreak speak to that? I guess in a way, probably not 
directly, you know, mm-hmm. it, kind of yeah. in a universal way for sure. Every little heartbreak, every little mistake, every drop of rain, give me everything. It's being ready and mentally prepared to succeed or fail. You know what I mean? And you're going to learn either way from success or failure and you're going to evolve. So take the chance. Why not? I mean, the pandemic just ended. It's not, isn't this the great time to take a chance on something? Get out and like do what you've been jonesing to do for a year and a half or however long it's been, you know? Yeah. It's funny. There's, you know, that famous psychologist, uh, Daniel Kahneman, who says people, when they analyze how people's tendencies behaviorally, they're less willing to risk right. than they are to gain. You know, and so what you're kind of saying is you got to loosen up a little bit, be willing to think a little differently, be willing to not care as much what other people are going to think. Don't overthink it. And take it, take a risk. And follow your gut, man. I can't tell you how many times I should have listened to my gut. (laughs) So I'm going to try to stick to that from now on. So, so what do you have coming up? What, what sort of your, you know, what are you engaged with now, sort of forward-looking in the next uh, few months? Um, well, the single just came out on the 7th. Super proud about that. So that's just starting to get out there. And the next one's coming, I think, in a month or so. Um, and that's with my friend Matthew Perryman-Jones. And then the full album, I think, is late. No set release date yet, but late summer, early fall. And I haven't had a full album out since 2012. I've done EPs and singles, but it feels cool to get a proper album out there again. Um, And Valerie, who's in Signals and Smoke with me, she's doing some solo stuff as well. And we have a ton of songs that we wrote last year for the band. So once both of our solo projects are have done their thing, we're going to release Signals and Smoke music when the time is right. And I just got off the phone... Literally with the Levitt Pavilion in Westport, and I booked my first public gig in like almost two years. It's going to be June 26th in Westport at the Levitt Pavilion, and there's going to be tickets in advance. They're going to be pods and not not you know not limited seating, but not to their full capacity. They're going to do it safely and smartly, and uh, I'm super excited. I'm going to put a band together and rock. Uh, I will. I'm going to pitch that for a minute because. You know, PJ has a nice voice on the radio, and you hear what it sounds like produced, you know, via the MP3 that you just listened to. But to hear PJ live, there is a silkiness to his voice that um, I really invite you to come out and check out. It's um, it's quite unique. He's got a wonderful tenor voice. And uh, so that is June 26th. Yep. At the Levitt Pavilion in Westport, right on the Saugatuck River, great setup. Yep, it's a so lawn. It's 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 you know wine and cheese. Bring your chairs. Bring the kids. Bring the grandparents. Bring. I don't think you can bring your dog, but everything else goes. And I was talking to them, you know, within the hour booking the date, and and I'm like, you know what? I did a lot of. Well, I did like five or six house concerts last year during lockdown in people's backyards. So I'm I'm gonna say like I'm gonna make it easy for everybody and just play Westport's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. You're listening to uh, PJ Pacifico uh, and Rob Freed on Band Central Radio here on WPKN. PJ, how can our listeners find you, you know, on social media or, you know, be in touch with you? How can they form a relationship with you? Yeah, they can find me on all social media platforms uh, at PJ Pacifico. It's pretty much just my name on all 
all platforms. Facebook. Facebook is, I think, PJ Pacifico Music for my artist page, but everything else is PJ Pacifico. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the computer things. <laughs> great, great. And and PJ also has a nice deep reservoir of stuff that he's done on the past. Um, I've actually performed some of his you know, early originals that he wrote 15 years ago, and they're just wonderful. So this is an artist worth getting to know. Peach, would you uh, pick up the guitar and play a little something for us here? Yeah, totally. Tell us us what you want to do. This is going to be the second single. Steve, maybe get that mic a little closer. Um, It's going to be the second single. It's called um, Something to Hold, and I wrote it with my friends... Matthew Perryman Jones and Justin Glasgow a couple years ago in Nashville. And it's a it's about anyone who's ever believed in me in any fashion. It's all for them, because without them I'm nada. You gave me wings, I pulled out the feathers. I cut the strings that held us together. I've given up on anyone. That was ever good for me I've been foolish and selfish Reckless and wild With the words of a man Who acts like a child Who would lean into never Never knowing who I could be I'm a long shot But that's not what you thought And I want to thank you Thank you for giving me that You brought the light And I saw it clearer You saw in me What I missed in the mirror And it's beautiful It's all right after all Whatever it takes To mend what is broken I'll live and I'll love With a heart that is open Everything's changed And that changes everything And I'm a long shot But that's not what you thought And I want to thank you Thank you for giving me that And I was a lost cause But that's not what you thought And I want to thank you, thank you for giving me that. Oh, I'll take what I'm given. I'll take what I'm given and give it away, give it away. I'm letting it go. I'll take what I'm given. I'll take what I'm given And give it away, give it away I'm a long shot But that's not what you thought And I want to thank you Thank you for giving me that And I was a lost cause But that's not what you thought And I want to thank you, thank you for giving me that, yeah, I want to thank you, 
Thank you for giving me that Yeah, that's WPKN.org, PJ Pacifico. We'll be right back. Perfectly. song I wrote you might want to sing it note for note don't worry be happy in every life we have some trouble but when you worry you make it double don't worry be happy don't worry be happy now Don't worry, be happy Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy Ain't got no place to lay your head Somebody came and took your bed Don't worry Be happy Landlord say your rent is late He may have to litigate Don't worry <laughs> Be happy Look at me, I'm happy Don't worry Be happy I give you my phone number When you worry, call me, I make you happy All right, all right we're back. Band Central Radio here on WPKN Radio. Man, we just listened to uh, PJ Pacifico uh, sing his new upcoming release and uh, give us a great interview of why he does what he does. And that was just terrific. Um, we're going to uh, segue here now. You're listening to Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Probably a good theme for this Monday. My next guest is Susan Schnitzer. Susan um, got her B.S. in economics and public policy from Syracuse University, and she started her career as a budget analyst and then expanded to doing just about everything you could think of in business, a project manager, a fiscal manager, a grant administrator, program developer, and a legislative ad advocate in a variety of in industries. Finally, landing at the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, where she's focused on development and management and is currently the president and CEO. Susan, are you there? Steve, I don't hear Susan. Susan, are you there? I'm here. All right, all right. So I just introduced you, and, you know, I just want to say before we start talking, you know, at one time or another, 
unless you're an indigenous person, we were all immigrants to this country. In order to survive and thrive, we needed opportunities and we needed to take risks. And depending on the data you look at, welcoming industrious immigrants to our state here in Connecticut adds about 1% a year to the growth rate. So it's really a win-win for everyone if it's handled well. And that's what we want, and that's what the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants is about. So, Susan, why don't you please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you evolved to where you are today at Siri? Sure. And thank you, Rob, for having us on and for highlighting the great work of Siri. Um, and really, you know, as you were talking earlier about how our work relates to closing that opportunity gap um, and to improving improving the um, the economics um, within within Connecticut. So um, I am a granddaughter and great granddaughter of immigrants. So I, you know, grew up really appreciating the sacrifices that previous generations had made to ensure opportunities for for me and for others like me and future generations. Um, I was really fortunate to have a strong educational experience, um, and which really started my um, my work in, in looking on how um, how really public policy and, and finance um, was a way to, uh, by working with both of those things, lift people out of poverty. Um, so after, you know, many years in, in the for-profit world, about 15 years ago, um, I moved to Connecticut, um, started working with the aforementioned uh, Center for Family Justice, where I learned of theory um, and the really tremendous work um, that is done here um, with, with survivors of human trafficking, with immigrants, um, seeking legal relief and um, really welcoming refugees into the country. So it's, um, it's, it's very challenging work, uh, transforming lives, but really to be allowed to participate and witness the journeys of individuals is truly empowering and inspirational. We have folks coming literally with nothing but the clothes on their backs and to be able to support them um, as they learn how systems of care work and healthcare systems work in in Connecticut, how educational systems, employment um, is truly, truly inspiring for us. And it really, for all of us here, really feeds our passion and keeps us really pushing forward to do even more. Well, thank you. We've been really impressed with with the team at Siri, all the way down to, you know, Ashley and the, the staff members, as well as um, the board. And it's a really powerful organization that you have for for delivering on the promise for uh, for immigrants and refugees. Tell us a little bit what has happened to refugees and immigrants in Connecticut during the pandemic. So, um, like you know, like a lot of communities, um, communities that are that are designated underserved communities, um, it was it was a bit more challenging. Um, and again, when you don't know how um, how to access healthcare, um, even when you do know how to access healthcare, it can be difficult. Um, so it was a bit more of a, a challenging time for a lot of our clients. Um, but again, you know, our Siri family really came together, um, our staff, board members, volunteers, and a lot of folks in the community really rallied so we could really meet the clients where they were. Um, and, you know, some of that we delivered food. Um, we partnered with Grace Farms out of New Canaan 
And for over a year now, we have been providing uh, food drop-offs for over 40 families on a weekly basis um, through the great uh, foundations, um, foundation support here in Connecticut and through some of our, our other partners, we were able to provide rental assistance to our clients um, who may have lost jobs or may not have been able to work for various reasons, including um, underlying health reasons, so nervous about, about COVID-19 or, or losing their, losing their child care. Um, we worked with the kids um, in schools, as we all know. You, you were talking about, Rob, you were talking about education. Um, that you know, homeschooling isn't isn't optimal for children that don't have somebody at home that understands how the educational system works, who doesn't understand the content. So we worked with the schools um, and some donors, made sure our kids had computers um, that we were able to offer remote um, remote access uh, to educational support during the pandemic, um, and we never closed. Um, we did, you know, we were always we were always here, some some number of us, um, of course, adhering to safety protocols. But you know, we we can't close down. We can't all work remote for a year because our work is is people, um, and there are folks that that need our assistance and need us to be to be here and accessible for them. And um, what, what 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 is it that what is it that motivates you to dig so deep to wanna to do this type of work? It, it, it's passion. It's really um, working, working for people that, that don't have access to what they should have access to. Um, when you talk about closing an opportunity gap, when we talk about, you know, disparity in education and healthcare and wages, um, you know, there, it, it's, it's a tough system to try to figure out how to make it work. Um, and, you know, we feel here that given our, um, if I can use the word, right, privilege, and I don't, and I mean privilege to be able to work for an organization that's able to, to help people, um, and that it's, it's our privilege to be able to do this, this work and our responsibility. Well, thank you for that. Um, and- We're we're listening to Susan Schnitzer, the president and CEO of the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, and, um, you know, so beautifully explaining how we welcome immigrants and refugees to Connecticut and give them the support so that they can be successful. And that in reality, what we're doing is we're all helping ourselves. We're helping us have a more vibrant community here in Connecticut. And uh, and that's what it's about. And, you know, and, you know, one of the things that I've learned from working with 60 different nonprofits over the last 15 years is that it really takes the leadership. Uh, Who is running an organization is very important. And I want our listeners to notice that you've got a person of great passion and great capability in in Susan Schnitzer here. So, you know, please, uh, you know. Do what you can to, to learn about Siri and how you can be part of, of what they're doing. Maybe you could talk a little bit about um, um, our upcoming event that we're doing together, Band Central and Siri, on June 27th. Absolutely. So we are thrilled, Rob, to have Band Central um, doing the 80s and 90s. Um, personally, that was, you know, my time of, of growth. Um and um, we are having at the Knowlton. Um, for those of you that 
haven't been there, um, please go. Um, it is a beautiful space. As Rob said, it's an, an old boathouse. Um, as one of my board members told me, a uh, crew team from Fairfield U used to practice there many years ago. Um, it's an artist space um, with a big warehouse style um, space indoors and then outdoors, just gorgeous, grassy area um, where the owner has brought in really international stars uh, and graffiti art um, that have done their work on on some of the stone outside. And, you know, we've, Siri's been in Bridgeport for 103 years and we, this is our, this is our home. We have satellite offices, but this is our home base. And we want to support um, the development of Bridgeport, the downtown area, the East End. Um, so this is something where we feel like we are, you know, helping to support the community that supports us. Um, the music will be great. We have Taco Loco is providing the food. That is a fan favorite here at Siri and also I know in the Bridgeport community. And then we have Jim's Ice Cream um, out of Stratford, um, which is really like he has an old school ice cream truck. So it's going to be a very cool, laid back, very different vibe. Um, perfect opportunity now that the state is opening up and people are, you know, coming out and wanting to have some fun and be with each other. Um, we are also, I have to say this, aware that there are different levels of comfort um, with COVID. So the event, whether inside or outside, will definitely provide opportunity for those that are, are feel a little um, a little hesitant about coming out. Um, perfect space to, to, to distance as well. Right, right. Now, what I want to say that about, you know, all the events that we're doing with Band Central this summer is we're, we're very conscious of people being comfortable. And so one of the non-negotiables is making sure that um, there is social distancing, that people can be with their pod, that there's outdoor options available. Um, mm -hmm. That's all really important as we're in this interim stage, uh, you know, this summer. And hopefully things will return to something more normal soon. Um, I want to emphasize, you know, this event with for Siri at the Knowlton is on a Sunday from four to seven. So it's really a great thing to do in the afternoon. You can bring children. It's a great way to expose children to some of the great music of, of uh, the eighties and nineties. Um, we've got a great lineup and, uh, and we also are going to get to see Ashley and Carolyn uh, dance. Won't, won't we Susan? Um, you know, they, um, you, you just got me in trouble, but yes, and I offered to dance with them. I don't know if anyone wants to see that, but if you do. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be me if I didn't try to get into a little bit of trouble here. We're talking to Susan no, Schnitzer. Really, yeah, it really is. It, it's going to be, it, it's a, fa it's a very inclusive event, family friend, friendly event, um, a beautiful timing on a, on a, on a Sunday afternoon. Um, so please, um, if you'd like to purchase tickets, um, you could go to our website, which is seriect.org, um, and also go there to learn a little bit more about our organization and what we do. All right. Well, Susan, I want to thank you for a little bit of your time today and really helping our listeners get to know you and more about Siri. And we uh, can't wait to see you on the 27th. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Robin. Thank you all for you do that you do for our communities, too. Oh, you're most welcome. That was pretty cool, Peach, wasn't that? Um, am I not hearing Peach out there?
Oh man, I got, uh, I got the yank. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? That was pretty cool, right? Very, very cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to second her closing thoughts there with all you do for everyone. You have a heart of gold, dude. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks. Really but just... yeah, what she's talking about sounds amazing, and I gotta check out if that's a new venue. Yes, it. Um, so it's this old boathouse. Capacity is like five hundred people, and it's it's so cool, and it's right in East Bridgeport called the Knowlton. Okay. And it's um, now they've converted it to artist studios as well as uh, a venue. Nice. So um, really kind of cool. Um, so right now on the phone, we have a friend of mine who is a keyboardist, a vocalist, a music director, a father, a financial advisor, and the architect of the Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars, featuring some of the best talent in Connecticut in the area, playing deep cuts of the Grateful Dead with a, a few other classics thrown in. This is uh, a guy, Matt Helm, who is also a regular listener to WPKN. Matt, are you there? I, I'm here, man. You make me sound like I'm somebody. I appreciate that, Rob. You are, man. Well, we got a couple minutes here uh, wrapping things up here at Band Central Radio on WPKN. Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, both as a musician, but also as, an, as a person. What's important to you? I love the garden. I love to cook. I like nice people. <laughs> um, you know, I've been playing piano for over 50 years, I'm embarrassed to say. And I had a band in high school when we were like 17 called The Bridge out in Great Neck, Long Island. So I have a lot of roots here. But I got back into playing about 20 years ago, and I playing a lot of Grateful Dead. I was in a number of different bands. And then after a while, we just sort of put together this network where we take one or two great players from all the big dead tribute acts in the New England and New York area. And each night's going to be something different, something a little bit surprising. But I, um, I'm a local guy. I live in the Eastern area by Fairfield. Um, I have twin girls, as you say. I love to play music. Financial advisor by day. I guess rock star in my own mind at night. And uh, life just keeps going. So Very cool. You know, and the, <laughs> the, other, the other thing about you is that you are a man of action. So, you know, a lot of people talk about what they want to do. And uh, if you hang around Matt Helm, you just see things start happening around you. Um, and, and that's a great, that's a great skill. Um, what, you know, what is it, you know, I, I feel privileged that you guys invited me, uh, to play bass in the great Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars. And I, I really agree. You know, every show is in a way, it's like the band's last waltz, you know, with all these different (laughs) musicians. Well, (laughs) no, the first first one, but you know, with all the great musicians, how, how did you come up with that idea to, to have a, a band that was truly improvisational every night with different, you know, guests, artists, you know, I work, closely with Corky Lang, who was the drummer in Mountain, and, and he was going to play, and my band, the Met Home Experience, was going to open for him in Milford last year, and because of coronavirus and other things, he had to duck out, and I had to come up with something that would, would play in Milford at this amphitheater that we're all playing at again in a couple weeks, and so it just came to me, why don't we call it Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars? I mean, on this show, we have Dave Frankel from Shakedown. And you and and Barry from Bone Dry and Dave Lindsay, who's been with so many great bands around here. And uh, uh, we have Crispin Theo, former Rolling Stones sax player, sitting in with us. 
Uh, Dan, o- Dan O'Connor on drums Dan, and percussion. Dan O'Connor was Brothers of the Road and so many great bands. So uh, it just sort of happened by accident, but man, it clicked and it worked and people liked us and they keep inviting us back. So we're going to play as much as we can. Now, so that's June 5th. How can people get tickets for the June 5th show in Milford? Uh, Milford Performance Center. I think there's like 10 carloads left. This is one of these uh, driving things where you get a car full of people for a reasonable price and you can get out and walk around now. The Corona's assuaging, mellowing out. Um, and, Rob, you know, talk is that we're going to have a very big announcement in the next couple of days that we're playing in Stamford at the end of June at a really exciting venue that I can't talk about yet, but I just did. That's great. And another rumor is that we're actually going to play Terrapin Station at the event. Ooh, well, I, I, I'm sorry, you were blank. I couldn't. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, how can... What's the best social media handle for being in touch with you and for you know, people to uh, just follow follow Matt Helm, follow yeah, the Connecticut yeah, Grateful Dead All-Stars? CT, Grateful Dead All-Stars, Matt Helm Experience. Um, those are both ways uh, you can look us up and find out what we're doing. Um, MattHelmExperience.com has all the shows that we're doing. We're going to be in Litchfield, right, Rob, in the fall and September at a big outdoor thing at the Community Arts Center up there. I think we're going to be down in Reading in August uh, at the park. So uh, we got things happening. Hey, you know, one thing to note also about, uh, one thing to note also is that uh, one of the guests in the show on the the 5th is uh, Crispin Seo, who is a band central favorite. He, He played saxophone with the Rolling Stones, if I am not mistaken. Isn't that correct? And Jay Giles and just about every major act that's out there. And he was a founding member of the Uptown Horns. Right, man. So it's going to be it's going to be super exciting. Yeah. So, Matt, hey, I want to thank you. We are uh, nearing the end of our program here. Band Central Radio. We're on with Matt Helm. This is Rob Freed. Matt, I want to thank you for joining us and and wish you a beautiful Monday. Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye bye. All right, fellas. Well, what do you think? Good show. Yeah, that's we, we off? That's it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Thanks, Rob. Oh. It's, it's hard to be your whole life in 30 seconds. Well, holy mackerel, Bob Dylan is turning 80 years old, and WPKN is going to celebrate. Hey, Bob Dylan, I wrote you a song. Today's your birthday, if I'm not wrong. Join WPKN as we honor the uniquely original, influential artist Bob Dylan and his music for three days starting Sunday, May 23rd through Tuesday, May 25th. We'll be raising funds for WPKN and paying tribute to Bob Dylan on his 80th birthday, who is arguably the greatest songwriter of our times. Then... When the three days winds up on Wednesday, May 26th, join WPKN at the Bijou Theater in downtown Bridgeport at 8 p.m. for a screening of Martin Scorsese's film about the Rolling Thunder Review 1971 Bob Dylan tour. Time to come out of your COVID cave and enjoy Bob on the big screen in the Rolling Thunder Review. Well, he'll stone you when you're trying to be so good. They'll stone you just like they said they would. Happy birthday, Bob Dylan, celebrated in only the way listener-supported WPKN can.
This is FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. A brief look at what's happening around Fairfield County. This is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County and our weekly selection from FC Buzz Events. The best guide to arts and culture in Fairfield County. Find it at culturalalliancefc.org. Through Monday, Norwalk-based Theatre Arts Workshop, a theatrical gymnasium where theatre professionals hone their craft, stretch creative muscles, develop new plays, get feedback from fellow actors, writers and directors away from the public spotlight, presents online this year its annual Spring New Works Festival. Narrated by a very wise rabbit, the festival features eight short new plays by Barbara Distinti, Teresa Fogel, Rosemary Foley, Jim Gordon, Andrea Lynn Green, Susan Jacobson, Vivian Sovali, and Laura Toma. Through Wednesday, May the 26th, Stamford's Avon Theatre is screening Sunflowers, a revealing look at the five publicly owned versions of Van Gogh's famous Sunflowers in a Vase. The filmmakers travel between Amsterdam, Tokyo, Philadelphia, London and Munich to film in incredible high-definition detail all five of the works. The film goes beyond the surface to explore the many questions and mysteries that surround these artworks. Tuesday, 7 o'clock, the New Canaan Public Library presents online March of the Fossil Penguins by Daniel Sepka, science curator at the Bruce Museum. Penguins have a fossil record that extends 61 million years, and fossil discoveries throughout the Southern Hemisphere have revealed new species, including giant penguins and spear-billed penguins. Dr. Sepka's exciting lecture will explore the fossil records of penguins and the processes employed to examine their evolution, including CT scanning and scanning electron microscopy analysis. For details on these and hundreds more events, check FC Buzz Events at culturalalliancefc.org. This was FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. Hi, this is Zito, the uh, former host of many shows at WPKN, and that's what you're tuned to. You're tuned to WPKN in Bridgeport, 89.5 FM, independent community radio broadcasting from the campus of the University of Bridgeport. And since I'm now in Delaware and want to listen to PKN still, the greatest station in this country, if not the world, I'm so glad it's also streaming at WPKN.org.